Welcome back to Mary Sensation. We are a marriage ministry out of New Life at Calvary Church, located on East 79th and Euclid Avenue in Cleveland, Ohio. I'm Katie Glenn. And I'm Walter Glenn. And we're glad to have you back with us. Today, we are going to be talking about temptation. Temptations in marriage. There are several temptations that uh, we can talk about, but some are uh, addictions. Being addicted to drugs or yeah, alcohol that, or something like that. Yeah. Um, affairs. Mm -hmm. uh, spending addictions. You just, you know, overspending. None of and, us would be uh, victims of spending addictions. <laughs> Maybe me. Okay. <laughs> and then food uh, uh, temptations that will, um, you know, you're overeating. Yeah. But today, there's so many of those, but. Today, we're going to focus on the temptation of attraction. Right, right. I think, um, you know, there, there, when we were coming up, Katie, there was a group that they were very popular. And we've even done some of their songs and uh, talent shows. They were called the Temptations. And, uh, you know, and, and some even called them the Tempting Temptations because <laughs> they had all kind of moves and they could sing and you know, so we're going to focus in on this temptation of attraction and how it weighs in on our marriages and how it affects our marriage. Now, temptation is real. It is real. I mean, it can pop up on you at any moment, yes. but they are definitely real for everyone. What do you think triggers that? Um, the, uh, the, the, the temptation of attraction is the appearance of the person. Okay. You know, how attractive are they? Um, does that person, that person may have a position of influence or a position of power mm -hmm. that just attracts you in, in some way. Um, one is uh, intelligence mm -hmm. and just being, you know, smart about things. And then... Uh, having things in common. Having things think, in common, right. That, you know, having such as uh, you, you, you see somebody that you go to work with and you work with them right. every day. A daily encounter. Daily encounter. Right. I would think right. that those are uh, uh, commonplace temptations. Uh, uh, today, I think we're going to try to look at three people in the Bible and how they face temptations, and they all faced them very differently. Okay, right. so, so the outcomes were The different. outcomes were different. Right, right. We're going to talk about... David, David, King David. We're going to talk about Joseph. Joseph. And we're going to talk about Jesus. Jesus. And so those three faced temptation, and they all faced them different and differently in different types of temptations. So mm -hmm. why don't we get into this a little the, bit more? Um, you know, sometimes for for David, his temptation came unexpectedly. Unexpectedly, and I'll pick up that story. Uh, David was uh, king, and he decided, the scripture says, when kings go to war, generally the king went to war with his troops, but David, for this, for some reason, decided to stay right. home. And uh, he's walking around the top of the, the, the castle, and uh, the castle usually was up high, you know, for security purposes, and it looked down upon the neighbors, okay? And he happened to be out there walking one night. He didn't. He wasn't looking for trouble. He wasn't looking for right. any type of uh, uh, misencounter. 
And yet, uh, he goes, looks down, and there's Bathsheba taking a bath. And oh my goodness, uh, you know, to, that's the temptation of the eyes, okay? Right. Uh, and he looks and he sends for her, and the rest is history. It was a very um, mm. dangerous encounter, uh, which caused a lot of problems. Uriah, her husband, had to be killed based on this, and um, there was a child born that died, and uh, David ended up, uh, after Uriah's death, marrying Bathsheba, and it was just a disaster, and that was the temp that was the unexpected temptation, and we can face unexpected temptations, uh, where right. we just don't even know where it came from, you know, where did that thought come from, right. where, exactly. where did that visual come from that triggered something? And it's funny how that happens, it, just, it can just come on you, mm -hmm. you know, when you see something, or even through a smell of, of a something, scent, yeah. a scent that you've... Uh, encounter before and it's like boy what did that kind of brought on some thoughts and feelings and, and it's funny how you know you didn't know where these thoughts come from it you could, could just be innocently yeah. walking somewhere and that it just pops on you like that it could be triggered by a movie right. or, or something and we're watching uh, mm -hmm. I, I think that the good news about that though and it's been uh, experience of other people and, and my own experience is that when tempted, God gives us a way out. Okay, right, that's what the scripture says. Yes. So, sometimes when that temptation takes hold, it's only temporary. If we can fight through it for that moment, and that's all we're talking about, that moment, fight through it, get through it, fight through it. Uh, it dissipates and you're thinking later on, hmm, what, what was that even all about? I right, mean, right. you know, you don't even see the same situation or the same person the same mm -hmm, mm -hmm, if we can mm -hmm. just fight through it. Now for um, Joseph... Joseph. His temptation was straight on by Potiphar's wife. Absolutely. I mean, just, it just, you know, hit him. And he was like, oh, what's going on here? Yeah, you know? she was coming coming at him, okay? Right. Uh, she was. Uh, he was serving in Potiphar's house, uh, and Joseph was a man of character. And that's a, that's a key phrase we're going to uh, talk about later in this session. Um, Joseph got hit straight on, as you said, Katie, and... She just kept urging him, come to bed with me, come to bed with me. And finally, she attacked him. Yeah. And, you know, he had to do another uh, one of those uh, things that we're going to recommend uh, later in the session as well. He had to flee. And he yeah. fleed so quickly that he left part of his garments that she grabbed and tore off. And uh, so Joseph, his character kept him away from temptation. Right. His character. He said, how can I sin against my master uh, Potiphar and sin against my God. God put me in this position. This man trusts me with this position. Everything in this household he's put under my care except you. You're you're off limits. And so uh, Mrs. Potiphar was off limits. Yeah, we were saying uh, discussing this that she was probably very beautiful. Very beautiful. Very beautiful because she was the wife of the king. The, well, the governor. Of the, of the governor. And he... Um, you know, he had such good character that he he wasn't even thinking about that. He was not going to do anything against God and Potiphar. And uh, so, like you said, he fleed, but she grabbed his cloak and started a, a bunch of mess is what she started. So Joseph, we can see, character was his defense, okay? Because yes. we're going to give you some defensive tactics uh towards the tail end of this message. And the last one would be Jesus. Would be Jesus when Satan tempted him to 
bow down to him. Worship I'll give him. you all of this if you, you know, just worship me. Mm -hmm. And, uh, of course, Jesus quoted the scripture and says, you know, basically, I'm not going to do that. No. I am worship not only the Lord your God. Right. He said, uh, you know, he, 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 Satan started the scripture, and it's ironic that Jesus finished it for him. Right. You know, Jesus really, he, first of all, he straightened it out, and then he finished the scripture for him. Uh, do not put your God to the test when he told him to throw himself down. No, you're not to put God to the test. We're not to put, you know, that's that's just foolishness. So um, now we're going to talk about some areas of how do we fend off temptation? How, how do we do that? When it, when it, if it comes upon us and you said the temptation was real, so uh, it may not be often, but every now and then it may come upon a married couple. So what do we do? Uh, and sometimes based on these three uh, characters in the Bible or men in the Bible, um, that it can it can be handled well or it can be handled very badly. Poorly, yes. Very poorly. So that's you know something that you you have to think about is why you need to have strategies as to how to get away. And the first strategy we mentioned before is to flee yeah. from temptation. The old yeah. Joseph, let's get up out of here. Okay. Right. Uh, <laughs> I think another strategy would be not to put ourselves in situations where we're vulnerable. Uh, right. I think, uh, you know, uh, situations where we're alone with someone or situations mm -hmm. where we know there may be something, that, uh, a, a, some type of attraction, something like that. We don't need to put ourselves in those positions. Uh, oh, we need to stick to uh, the vows of our marriage and uh, and. and, and that, let that character shine through. Let the Joseph character shine through. So, as you said, I'm sure Potiphar's wife was very beautiful, and yet and still, Joseph did not right. succumb to that temptation. He stayed strong in the Lord. Uh, and so, what's the next uh, one that we can count well, on? One is to, um, you know, remember God's word. Yeah. Remember how um, Jesus did not fall to Satan's temptations based on the, the word of his father that he you know held in, in his heart and in his mind and so he was able to even though at that same time Jesus was uh, had fasted for 40 days I believe he had fasted so he was weak so yeah and he was physically weak That's and so when you're physically weak you know sometimes I know with me if I get hungry I'm not thinking straight. I'm, I'm a little shaky, you know, until you get, get some substance and then your mind can clear. Your body gets uh, fueled and then your mind clears up. I'm glad you circled back around to that because I had mentioned it earlier and, and you felt like that was unfinished business. So you circled back around to it. Thank you for doing that. Uh, and you brought up the most interesting point. Temptation will usually try to take hold to us when we are vulnerable, when yes. we are weak. Notice Satan came after Jesus after he had fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. Mm -hmm. He was in a weakened condition. That's when the enemy is going to come at us. Right. The enemy is going to come right after you've had an argument with right. your spouse. Right after, during a time period when you're not connecting well, right. when things aren't looking well, when things aren't physically going well, when there's an absence of intimacy, when there's an absence of, uh, of, of emotional Right. Uh, collateral in that relationship. That's when the that's when the vulnerability will will try to seep in. And then you find someone 
that you can talk to about it. Yeah. You know, I can't talk to my husband about it, so I'm going to talk to, you know, Harry at the office. And, uh, you know, you're just letting your heart out, and, and that person is grasping onto that, yes. saying, you know, I can, I can help you, I can, you know, we can figure something out, or, you know, let's go, let's have lunch together and let's talk about it, you know, right. that sort of thing, and that's when, talking about that vulnerability, it's just like being hungry, you just, your mind is not focusing, it's not, you know, it's just not working the way it needs to in terms of you thinking what your next move needs to be. Yeah, I think uh, as we examine this area of temptation, uh, we can see that uh, it, it's it's by nature uh, it can be uh, it can put us in a positions where uh, when we're vulnerable, when we're uh, when we're when we're not paying attention, when it's right. unexpected. Uh, and when it just creeps into us, uh, and when it's just straight on, and it's on, it's just an, a, a frontal attack. Uh, Satan made a frontal attack to Jesus. Uh, Potiphar's wife made a frontal, ongoing attack. Here, I'm just going to come at you and see how you handle this. Right. Uh, now, and, oh, go ahead. Uh, when you're in that vulnerable state, you know you're not thinking about the cost of what you are planning to do. Mm -hmm. um, there is a huge cost. If you, you know, take it up to the, here and fall over the precipice, it's like you have to count, you have to, you know, get your mind straight and count the cost of what's going to happen if I take that next step. If I succumb to temptation, it's just not me succumbing to it. It's my children. Right. It's my church. It's my community. It's my reputation, my wife, my job, my right. God. Right. Uh, mm. My relationship with Christ. Uh, there, there is just so much there that, in the short term, we don't think about sometimes, but in the long term, it is very costly. Right, as it's you mentioned. Good. Yeah. And there's that. Uh, you also have to think about there's that line that shouldn't be crossed mm -hmm. in any uh, relationship you have with the opposite sex. It, there's just a line. It's like you know you don't cross that line. Hopefully. You won't even get to the line for something to happen, and you know the, the attraction just keeps growing and growing, and you're you're unhappy, and this person is, just seems to understand everything you're talking about, and it, you know that's that's when you are very close to crossing that line. I think another safeguard is to build in the relationship with your own spouse, right? To really recreate that relationship. If it's going poorly right now, invest in it. Mm -hmm. Recreate the excitement in your own spouse. Recreate the, the excitement in your own relationship. Uh, you well, know, we can talk about exactly what the problem is, so that you can you know nip it in the bud and move on instead of letting it just kind of flounder in your heart, in your heart or in your mind, and you're not getting out how you're feeling. And that's when you know I can't talk to him. I'll go talk to somebody else, and it's like no. So we've listed some points here. So uh, let's let's wrap up with this and, and go into uh, what what crossing the line actually looks like. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's you having that conversation with somebody that uh, where you're getting a little too 
too friendly, too yeah. too too personal. too personal. Yeah, where you're revealing details that you probably would not reveal if right. your spouse were present. Right. Exactly. If you can't have that same conversation with your spouse next to you that you're having with this person, uh, it's probably not a good conversation. Right. It's probably you're, you're we're probably uh, leading on uh, derailing ourselves with that mm -hmm. conversation. Mm -hmm. And then you can talk about, um, you know, the things that may bring these temptations out. One is flattery. Yeah. The person is just, you know, over-exuberant and, and telling you how wonderful you are and how you look so nice today mm -hmm. and that sort of thing. You know, I like your hair and, you know, what do you think, what is the motive behind that is to... Uh, gain an advantage. Gain an advantage. Um, and I yeah. think that... We, flattery is not to be confused with just complimenting someone. I mean, right, exactly. uh, you're good about that. You're good about saying to other women, uh, hey, oh, your nails look nice today. Your hair looks wonderful. Uh, I don't think it's anything wrong with complimenting someone. Oh, you look very nice today if, if it's right, a female. Right, right. However, when I say, mm, 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 girl, you looking good in that dress. Uh, okay. See, that now, now that's over you the line. You've crossed that line. You, right. You've crossed that line. Here's the line, and you've now crossed it. Uh, coarse joking, I think um, if you was my woman or, or statements, you know, uh, yeah. things like that. Now the line has been crossed, okay? You need to reel it back in and, and, and I'm sure that uh, with an audience out there such as uh, looks at our broadcast, somebody's uh, going through this right now. So we would urge you to really, really uh, consider where that line is and not crossing it. Right, because the outcome of that is not going to be good. Well, you have a statement here, right? It, uh, why, why don't you do our statement here? That okay, it, it's, a, it's describing temptation. And it says, temptation is a desire to engage in short-term urges for enjoyment that threaten long-term goals. Right. It's the, to cut that to the quick, it's the short-term... Uh, satisfaction or the short term, right. short term uh, uh, seeing uh, urges that really derail your long term goals and your long term uh, uh, your marriage, your marriage, your marriage yeah. in the long run. Uh, it's not; it's detrimental. Uh, and so, uh, any closing thoughts about this area of attraction and temptation? I think it, it, it's good that we presented it because I always feel like um, you need a refresher mm -hmm. in, in, in a lot of things in your life. You know, you need to be reminded that, you know, I don't need to cross that line. You need to be reminded that I need to talk to my spouse about whatever. Something is bothering me. I need to talk about that. And a reminder that once you cross that line, it's hard getting back. And it's costly. And it's costly. No temptation has seized us that's not common to man or woman. But in all these temptations, God will give us a way out. He'll give us a way out. Right. So thank you, Lord. let's pray for each other before we conclude. Father, we thank you for the fact that uh, we can have a lesson like this, that we can present it. We ask, Lord, that you would just use this lesson to encourage folks uh, to put our guardrails up, to put these hedges right. up, to, to protect our marriages, to fight for them, to... Uh, place us in a position where we're strong and not vulnerable and yes. uh, Lord and, uh, even when the temptations come you would give us the methodology to fight it off like to flee to use scripture 
and to be wise in our conduct because it has an outcome and it has a it, it, in the long term lord god it, it is detrimental to marriage when we fall prey or victim to these mm -hmm. temptations we yes, can use the model of our lord and savior jesus christ uh who was uh tempted as as we were but he fought off the temptation to satan and said get behind me satan he knew that those temptations were not of god and so we ask lord that you would just continue to give us wisdom in that area yes i pray over our couples that if anybody's going through that right now that they would uh, seek first your kingdom, Lord, and your righteousness, and Lord, entrust you that all things will be added. Invest back into your own relationship and invest back into the marriage that God has called you to be a part of. And this we pray in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So, until next time, we want your marriage to be sensational. sensational.